Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate demons missed out. Octopus, come on! There's rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur blossoms? I'll have to put those here to test our faith. That damn lie, I, I saw them on my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man. None of it is true. I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniac! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! All right. Yeah, ask me. Ask away, brother. I, your, so good your to tweets, see you. Your tweets, man. How, thank you. It's great to see you. Your, your tweets. Uh, the reason why I ask that is because your tweets are um are fantastic in terms of like I think that I have something understood, and then I go, hold on. Andy brought something to the table that I didn't think about, and it's like, hmm. I've been trying know? to kind of comment more in the ufo twitter space but it's difficult when i bet there's a lot of people that have probably already blocked me because as soon as a lot of them i shouldn't say them because shit we're all part of that community you know sure, and, sure. Uh, as soon as you type hashtag ufo twitter guess what you're a part of you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh i don't know man like i i would like to think that uh you know questioning the source of things can it doesn't have to be the the be all end all it can lead you to better questions too, more precise questions like what we were talking about with elizondo like he's presenting to us a genuine human being you know a good guy uh whatever ex-military whether you hate that or not right he's presenting himself as like a decent american dude that's doing his duty or now doing a different kind of duty so i don't really know what level of it is like fake or real or you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, this is the almost thing, doesn't have it, to be fake sometimes, you know. Well, th- there's the other thing too, right? With with shaping operations and things like this. And then I see in the UFO community, at least the UFO Twitter specifically, there there's bots that are trying to discredit everyone and anything at all times, like just yep. constantly, constantly. There's all kinds of different bots too. There's like bots that will like uh you know use insults and try to get people to unfollow you and then there's the other kind that are like cheering you on the whole time but say it's just very weird and throwing information out that's never really useful it's very weird or more substantiated mm, yeah especially that one i mean and i get then, you and me both are victims of that we get caught up in that shit all oh, the time dude, like, and then it, <sighs> what what and then what what um and then the question becomes 
not to get overly like philosophical or esoteric. That's me. Define, well, define substantiated to what? I mean, right. it's to the point now where people say, you know, even seeing a document because of how the games that the government plays is not enough anymore. That's me. And I know my own cognitive dissonance is a problem too, at some level, you know, right. because I can't think everything's fake because even I'll, I'll, you know, say it again, the everything fake crew doesn't think everything's fake. You know what I mean? But like, right. yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's so weird. There's so many levels to it. And I feel like most of the time we're tricking ourselves because of that cognitive dissonance, but that's the whole point of it, right? The whole, this or that, this or that, yes or no, yes or no. Do you know I what believe, I do, do I not believe, you know? Right. From an esoteric perspective, you know what I do find, mm. um, substantiate uh, substantial and potentially um ascertainable is the uh particularly the occultic and egyptian connections that seem to have gone from the chronology from then till now in correspondence with the rumor of atlantis that's mm. something that seems to constantly and when i say that occult i'm not trying to be overly vague we can talk about the the, the you know the the pentagram the even numbers the 10 to the power of eight i've been talking about it freaking mm. the last three days man and especially kurt jai mungle had on uh what's his name there salvatore pace yeah i he, saw when, that right and you see when i wanted to ask you your thought on when pace said you cannot do um induce this with physical items but you or objects but you can with plasma i couldn't help but think again i thought of dan winter you know his plasma yeah, based on that and plasma phase conjugation but not only that like the whole thing of the way in which plasma has seemingly deliberately not been defined by the academic community try yeah. and get a paper published on plasma try they won't publish very rarely they'll publish it yeah, you took the words out of my mouth, man. It's just like, it's a very interesting situation we have with plasma, you know, and especially, I don't know if you and I have talked about it before, but I'm sure you're aware of like all the weird patents that have been in place yeah, uh, yeah. for uh, plasma uh, technology and yeah, fusion. Plasma. And right. it's like, well, all right, but this is all theoretical. How are they patenting it? Where's the, where's the fucking line? Where are you allowed to patent shit? I mean, apparently... Like they're patenting uh, like the fake DNA that they're putting in people or something too. I don't know. It's the, it's crazy, man. I don't Apparently, know what to well, think half the time. It, it's interesting because it seems to hit this sort of um, roadblock, but deliberate roadblock within the system, which is that like, for example, Mr. Pace said on, on Kurt Jamungle's interview that there was, and I'm paraphrasing here, but there was a, uh, a structural entity of approval above those at the patent office that when things got super complicated, Mr. Pace could present his his uh, findings and research to quantum astrophys, you know, a physicist, mm. astrophysicist, the whole thing. And if I'm not mistaken, the response was essentially, well, we can't disprove him. So just fucking let the patent go through. And I think that is not just scientifically based that he couldn't be disproven. I think that particular scientist or committee reviewing his work got a nudge saying let it through mm. you know because the navy needed those patents in my opinion to be patented but as he said he left the secret sauce out of the patents right yeah that's that's really curious too what do you yeah. uh what are your thoughts on that part of it like i think he's onto something with respects to plasma i don't think mm. he's a bullshitter or a psyoper he doesn't um, say it doesn't seem he doesn't, like it 
I could be wrong, but the thing is, is that you look at someone, for example, like Bob Searle, who was picked up very quickly by the UK, the British government, because he was able to get to the moon and back in under an hour or go around the earth in under an hour. And he said the same thing. He enabled a plasma field to create a void, if you will, around the craft. So again, there's many different ways of propulsion, but it seems like what we know, well, no, we don't know what plasma is and we can't ask a scientist what plasma is. They don't know. They yeah, can't what, say. what we think of it is is like an sure, amorphous form of matter, it but it's elusive. Right. There's properties that possibly are part of it that don't that would I guess would appear quote unquote magical. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I'm I'm currently of the I, I don't want to say belief. I say ideological subscription because it can always change. But right now I'm leaning towards plasma being the doorway or gateway between the etheric and the physical it seems to be that particular state of of i don't want to say matter because who am i to say but that again creates that intermergence via things like piezoelectricity for example because that would be again you see what i'm saying the fact that you can i I interviewed recently a very very smart astrophysicist and alexei novitsky and he said i go what was one of the most shocking things that you did not learn in school that you learned later and he goes that um Electro, I think he said electromagnetic fields can affect gravitational waves or gravity. Whoa. So I, I'm, I believe that's what he, it was electromagnetics that can, yeah, control the flow of gravity. I think it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's intense. I mean, that would kind of, I mean, so all this kind of proves at least the craft that we're seeing. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that there's craft out there because I've seen them. You know there's I mean? a, there's definitely a there there in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can say is, again, I've been uh, I've been very fortunate to make some connections with some individuals within government. I want to preface this to your audience as well by saying I could be fed nonsense. Let me be very clear. I'm not saying that I am the guy I know. It and, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. Um, but at least you're aware of that, that fact. You know what I mean? I like that. Right, right. Right. Unless I always say, unless I got like a freaking gray right over here or an Andromeda, I'm not <laughs> yeah, going to say. Here I they are. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So when I look at those, the, the, that, and I see, for example, what's, what they're saying as it pertains to like, for example, uh, actually, let me, I was told something that I think Lou Elizondo saying publicly lately, as it pertains to when you go to the zoo, you see gorillas in the cage and the gorillas are free in the cage, but, you know, always uh, keep in mind, there's a human with a shotgun on hand in case the gorilla escapes. Apparently that's what's currently happening here. And our subconscious fuels the bedrock of that cage. Um, now, because of the alleged inversion of our sociological and anthropocentric influence, excuse me, throughout the years for the last, I think, 12, 13,000 years since the last flood, if you will, or, you know, whatever you want to refer to it as, that it seems as though that every major religion and culture had a flood story of, sort, of sorts. So here's the thing. I then thought about this for a second and I go, hold on this whole gorillas or apes in a cage at a zoo thing. I go, you know, the old saying from the Roman days when it was give them bread and and circus and they will never revolt. I'm thinking to myself, it's almost like we are being given things like phones, laptops, that not to be a fear monger or anything like this, that seem to emit and disseminate 
frequencies that would control our behavior with VLF, ELF, or ULF, all being the same thing, extremely low frequencies, mm-hmm. in order to, that is our modern bread and circus, because the last thing that the um, cage keeper, the zookeeper, which I don't know who they are. I, I'm not here to say that I know, but the last thing the zookeeper would want is for that gorilla overnight to go, hold on a fucking second. I can use my fingers. I'm strong enough to undo the bolts of the cage. Mm-hmm. And I would dare to say to parallel that with reality, undoing the bolts of the cage in a gorilla sense, that's our subconscious realizing what we're in. And I think by definition, that thins whatever veil is artificially placed over us if there is one. Right, right. Um, have yeah. you have you played with the idea um, that beyond all the deception, beyond all the um, control and the and the secrecy and all the stuff we talk about, that it is like uh, I don't know to use a different metaphor would be like they think they're parents, right? We we've yeah. all we've all heard that theory, but what if? We, we know for a fact there's at least one solid main group, unless there's two. I still think it's one, just pretending to be two, uh, sure. that knows something about our origins and knows something about what's happened before. Right. There's That's obvious. I don't care what conspiracies you throw out or hold on yep. to, personally, anybody. Something is there that understands how it was before. Yes. And, and it's toying with us. And well, I'm, I often yeah. wonder that. I often wonder hmm. if there's a part of it that's toying with us. But I mean, you know me, I'm all about fractals and shit and everything just goes on and on in bigger and bigger levels. And I wonder Not if macro, micro. Yeah. And it often yeah. seems that the intent shifts one yeah. way or the other, like yin yang, like f- circling right. around and around from one of these levels to the next. And I think that's another reason why a lot of us, um, we think we, we find a specific answer, right? Mm. And we may be looking at something in one of those other levels and kind of trying to use the level we're on to justify. connect it to reality. Okay. And there's that's why there's always the Hydra metaphor of cutting one head off and three growing back. You never seem to be able to grasp it. You can look through any family you want. Everybody's got the right I mean, excuses. Even when you look into the excuses, they had no hand in it. It's <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's there and it's not there. It's a magician's trick, right? It's I couldn't agree more. So let, let me add to that with hell yeah. What okay. So to add to all of that, let me ask you this, and I, to your audience as well, a little bit of a, a, a thought exercise here. Instead of two thought exercises, instead of I think, therefore I am, how about it is I am, therefore I think, but we have been in, uh, taught an inverted version and perverted version to justify our subconscious being totally in the dark that creates that bedrock of that, that cage or whatever you want to call it. Now that's number one. Now, you know how they say that magic is science that is not yet explained. I've recently been exploring the concept of just in the last day or two, what if science is magic unexplained? You see what I'm saying? The the inversion seems to be something that those at the top understand, not to get all, you know, fringy or tinfoil hatty, but it seemed so I came across a, an interview with Michael Aquino, the former, yeah. you know, Temple of Set, Anton LeVay, that whole thing oh, yeah. there. 
And what I found was that in this interview, again, he could have been BSing, don't, don't kid yourself, but he said that the concept of the temple of Set was not negative nor positive, it was neutral. And it seems as though that those in which are close to the top pertaining to a system of control, whether physical or esoterically, have a concept of neutrality because they understand that there needs to be an, um, an energetic balance that in order, even the, the, I guess you could say the bad guys, with right. quotes, no, they're even if they want to feed off all of us, we need to have positive experiences for our louche to rebalance. Sort of like when you take psychedelics, you got to take some time off of it when you're done. So the oh, serotonin yeah. levels can reset. That's yeah, something I've been exploring. Deal with all I, the things that you, ex- you realized about yourself. You, right, you find right. that, see, that's where I find the conspirator. He's mm. in there. You know, and you gotta, I, I agree. You gotta and I think, <laughs> right. And I think also this speaks to the, your, your, but also I've been leaning towards this as well. The concept of fractal cosmology that yeah. we're all a piece of the source and that we are. Um, so it seems as though in my humble opinion, that whatever's coming and I don't want to be overly vague, but it's uh, currently I'm of the opinion. I don't think humans are running the show in terms of this upcoming um, disclosure. And if they are, I would dare to say they're trying to take away whatever abilities these non-human entities are trying to give the masses and keep it for themselves at the top as, a, as gatekeepers, if you will. Now, maybe I'm totally wrong. Let me be clear. But I've been exploring this because it seems because I would actually let me say, I was told off the record again, to could be bullshit. Um, from someone within the NSA, they said to me, they go, Dave, we need to be- develop a, a better relationship over time. But let me tell you this. What if we had many different species that wanted our attention and wanted us to sign contracts with them, but we over the years felt Maybe to say if we as humans are right or wrong or not, it's not for us to say, but we felt that we got enough tech from stealing it from them, from exchanges and this and that to make our own species, a new species, if you will. And um, in combination with the transhuman AI agenda in combination with, um, you know, all of this. right? And you see, that made me think, too. What if part of my English, what if these sons of bitches at the top said to both the benevolent and the malevolent? fuck off and we we're gonna run shit now and that's it now it it, it gets it's you know dude I, I, yeah what movie is that too because like that is it's many <laughs> it's many 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 themes so that theme is so ubiquitous through mm. 20th century film and storytelling where right it's yep. that hubris it's mm-hmm. uh the end of the ninth gate have you ever seen that movie with yes. Johnny Depp and yes. Uh, yes, oh, yes. Frank Angelo? Rest his rest his soul. I believe he. You know what? I'm gonna check because maybe he didn't die, and that would be terrible. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's that ultimate hubris of um, of thinking that you can own the the uh, the, I guess the darker side of this thing. It's yeah. It's the Emperor. It's Darth Vader, right? It's yep. well, actually, not even no. It's the Emperor because he thinks that he can hold it all and that's just ego right. that is total ego and uh it looks to me like we are being run for more or less by the ego psychopaths mm. sociopaths and narcissists like that yeah. all the all the traits of this of of a uh, that one side of the brain run wild right and, uh yeah, I don't know. Ed, what do you what do you think? I mean, we've been talking about more esoteric things than, you know, UFO stuff, which 
it's great because I, I, I love being able to show people like how broad a spectrum you and I can speak. Oh about. man. It's so fun for you and I to just go nuts. I agree. And, uh, I love that you're kind of um, looking more into the esoteric side of th this stuff. And, and I'm being I, honest with you, brother, it's leading me there. I, it's not even that yeah. I'm saying to myself, I, I want to, but I, I love doing it, but it's leading me there. The science is leading me there. There's no other, again, I can't help but think of the word physics, phys, physical, you know, mm. that's only one side of the coin. I, I just, you know, yeah, I, dude. I mean, then, um, yeah, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you're just oh, like what you're saying, man, like the physical being only one side of it. Right. But also, I think a lot of things that we consider non-physical are actually attributes of our physical existence. You know what right. I mean? It's it's a weird I think physical is the wrong word. We're going to have to throw. Well, I mean, dare I say I don't like throwing out words. That's not the right way to say it, but. Um, a better act, more accurate way of kind of describing this condition, because that's kind of what psychedelics did for me. It showed me that what was in my head was out here and what was out here was in my head. And there was really no difference. Right. And of course that's terrifying as well. And then when you put a bunch of individuals in a room together that are potentially all having that experience, that's where things really break down to me where what does that even mean that perhaps we're all our own gods, but I, that's, that's hubris as well. Right. To some degree using the language we've been taught, that sounds like hubris. Yes. I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I agree. That? I'm actually, uh, forgive me if it looks like I'm scrolling through something I'm looking for. That's the, what I was doing. <laughs> right, I'm looking for the, um, if I can't find it in the next five seconds, I'll just bring it up. So essentially um, in 18, 64, James C. Maxwell had postulated in physics that there were, um, that he had a unified field of everything, like the answer to what is life, so to speak. And it was deliberately um, interpreted or edited by Oliver Heaviside and uh, another gentleman, I forgot the name of, and Heinrich Hertz. The, the gentleman who's now named after, you know, frequencies, hurts frequencies. Yeah, dude. And, and heavy side, like, yeah, like bring in the heavy, um, take this dude out. <laughs> dude, I, I got to say, there's a lot of that. And there's a, man, we have so much to catch up on. I, I don't think Hell yeah, dude. Episode. there's things like in math 10 to the power of eight. That seems that anyways, that the occult uses that, uh, that um, Salvatore Pace said to Kurt Jaimungle, you tend to the, to the power of eight plonks, something with that number with pertaining to inversion. It's a whole thing but anyways and the number 108 as well 108 so one point yeah. regard, regardless of where you use the decimal yeah it uh, doesn't eight, matter it's just right. like a sound in a language it doesn't matter what language it is it exactly. all roots back to the same frequent you know resonant frequency right right um let me see here i i really want to get this for yeah for please do uh, please do i could and you know what i don't think we've even said hi to the audience yet actually right to be completely right, honest right. hi welcome yeah, on, back to the deep share and uh oh I We're got here it. with uh, I'm here with my buddy Dave, Dave Zed from Generation Zed podcast. And it's been a while. It's been like six months since we've gotten to like sit down and talk. Maybe yeah. longer. It's probably been longer than I don't know. Time fucking flies, man. But uh, I love that we uh, we sat right down and it was as if it's been six hours. I, six months. I couldn't agree more, brother. It's actually if I could share my screen with you. Sure. Um, yeah. I found it here. It has to do with also what's been referred to as the Gwen Towers, the ground wave um, 
emergency network system that uses extremely low frequencies to that hug the ground that again uh, can control our minds that we are not familiar with that the military uses as direct energy weapons but take a look at this the hertzian conspiracy i'd love to read this for you and your audience so in late please do in late 1864, James Clerk Maxwell published his epic material on electromagnetic waves. We're reading this paragraph here. His material dealt not only with EMF waves, but also the relativistic and ethereal psychoactive component of these waves representing electromagnetics of the second order and above. The equations also included transformations that enabled the change from inertial frames of reference to non-inertial frames of reference. Now, let me say here, Maxwell's original equations were written in quaternion notation, a complex mathematical system available at that time before vector analysis was introduced by Oliver Heaviside. Today's generalized equivalent of quaternions is tensors. We have to remember how significant tensors are in, in all of a sudden, oh, quantum physics, they, all, they just discovered it. They knew. They knew since they at least did. World War II. In modern human, they knew. Anyways, just my opinion. But in short... Maxwell's original work gave the necessary info for gravitational propulsion, I mean, and psychoactive devices, even you could argue stargates, things, because if you can get anti-gravity out of it, you got force fields, free energy, all of it, right? right. Um, someone somewhere recognized this for shortly after Maxwell's death. Oliver Heaviside, the mathematician, the chemist Willard Gibbs, that's the guy, I forgot his name, and physicist Heinrich Hertz decided to edit or interpret Maxwell's famous equations, which were in the original form, the foundations of electromagnetics and unified field theory, which basically gives the answer to what, what we're living in, what everything is. Mm. This unholy trio, especially Heaviside, disregarded the quaternions or scalar components of Maxwell's original equations because they represented potentials and not fields. He thought potentials were akin to mysticism mm. because in quotes, he goes, everybody knows that fields contain mass and mass cannot be created from apparently nothing. So, uh, I mean, honestly, no, it's not coming from nothing. It's coming from a hyperspatial dimension, but anyways, it just doesn't which, stop existing ever. <laughs> right. Right. Which is what potentials are both literally and mathematically. They're an accumulation or reservoir of energy. Furthermore, not only did they throw away the gravitational component uh, sorry, end quote about what he said there, but with a quaternion scalar, but also postulated that gravitation and electromagnetism were mutually exclusive, not interdependent. Again, mm. two sides of the coin thing. They split it on purpose, in my opinion. Ooh, this was the yeah. death blow. This was the death blow to subsequent efforts by scientists to realize a functioning unified field theory, aka answer to what life is. Because of this one act, electromagnetism was reduced from its original five dimensions to only four x y z in time the element of g was removed which is why after this i want to say um i'm not reading from anything now but it's been it, it was always brushed aside that there is no such thing as a magnetic spectrum mm -hmm. by physicists no, no, no. There's somehow a light spectrum, but a magnetic one, there can't be. Again, right. It, it, right? Nonsense. But now take a look at this. Because of this deliberate act, 22 other errors exist today in electromagnetic theory. The very concepts of force, mass, and charge are ill-defined, and the so-called static of electric charge has been discovered by quantum mechanics to not be static at all, but to move rotationally by virtue of the quantum mechanical spin. Whoa. Um, finally, adding insult to injury, 
the so-called imaginary components of Maxwell's original equations, as well as the mutilated versions of the equations, have also been discarded or ignored. With this last error, the door to hyperspatial dimensions was forever closed. For the present math and physics of EMF theory don't allow for hyperspatial domains, domains outside of three dimensions, superluminal signals, signals that exceed the speed of light or are infinite in speed, and a unified field theory. If there is a non-human intelligence trying to ensure we stay in that gorilla cage, it, it would be definitely ensuring that, they, that those gorillas don't start unscrewing the bolts at all. Even right? if it was, even if it was us, even if it was right. our egoic psychopathic parasite controllers, like at some point, the who it's like, regardless, but right. what we have right here is our fucking firmament. <laughs> right, exactly. And now it, I want to say as well, too, that I'm going to skip to the last two little uh, paragraphs here. Dr. Henry Monteith has independently discovered that Maxwell's original quaternion theory was a unified field theory. Einstein assumed because he only had access to the altered equations, although I think secretly they did give him the, the initial ones, truth be told. The documents now show he worked with MJ-12 and all that, but allegedly mm. that curving space-time could only be achieved by the weak gravitational force due to mass, that the local frame would always be a Lorentz frame, which would mean that all operations would be constrained to the conservation laws of physics. In the 1960s, the Hertz measurement, named after Heinrich Hertz, replaced cycles per second, which cycles per second allowed us to measure extremely low frequencies. But no, 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 no. They don't want us doing that. So since... Since then, everyone thinks that all electromagnetic waves are Hertzian, but only the upper portion of the spectrum before infrared contains Hertzian waves. ELF, extremely low, and ultra-low frequencies are not waves. Uh, waves in biosystems are nat- and natural phenomenon are not Hertzian in nature. So, Wow, dude. Yeah. When, you wanna, so how recent is that? I know it's from uh, Bibliotheca. I've oh, seen that website a million times for like the past 20 years. Yeah, they, they still add to it, which I appreciate so yes, much. I, yeah. I don't know specifically, brother, but if I've it, always been curious who runs that. I, I, I agree. And I wonder if it's an aggregated, you know, people, a database around the world type thing. It but I mean, at this point, when I, right. And when I was looking at this, I go, you know, I see the thing is, is that. I'm not saying uh, the last thing I want is for your audience or my audience to think that everything is, you know, people in a dark room making, you know, two, three people making decisions or, you know, just a, a handful of people. But in this case, I think it was. I think it, I, I think it always is. I, mm. I think and I'll take it a step further. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this since we're getting all esoteric. Uh, I think that's how kind of reality is set up again, whatever, right. wherever that uh, the end of that physicality is, I think that's irrelevant you know, where, what physical is and, you know, what's beyond it for us, all the other dimensions, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think reality itself seems to be set up where the needle is always in the haystack. There's always a diamond in the rough. Um, You know, the, there's few extremely smart people. And then there's tons of, uh, you know, just average people everywhere. You know what I mean? Like the intensity is always very finite, not finite, but like uh, hidden. It's a cult. <laughs> it seems right. like reality itself has that mechanism as a part of it. And like I said, I found the conspirator in my head, right? It's, it's always a cult until you bring it out. 
right? So right. that's kind of where I've been at with the the inter- my interpretation of whatever great awakening means or new world order or the great change and uh, you know whatever uh you know the next uh, zodiac you know aquarius what all of it is like very interesting in that regard to me where how are we going to change that because that's kind of embedded in our reality but uh, yeah it, what do you think of all that well what i i'm looking at the moment i'm trying to find something else it is essentially the journey one can argue it's anecdotal but it's a website where it's basically the journey of one individual talking about their astral projection experiences and they can see these um artificial grids that go across ley lines they can see um these um for example, they can see a, a beam of, of uh, extremely strong light or energy that cannot be. Oh, sh- shit. I think I lost Dave. Dave. Dave, the internet froze. Oh, is that him? No. Dave, you're frozen. Man, Dave's all frozen and shit. You can see his wonderful face. I wish I could go visit him, but his prime minister's a real, real piece of work. And uh, I wish he could come visit us, but I think same thing. I think he's horrible. I think he's uh, ruining that country on purpose. And I think any mud we sling at him is mud that he, that came with the job. He's a straw man. And uh, that's another area that I'd like to get into Dave with. Here he comes back. Let's let him back in. See how we can do this. Dave Zed is connecting to audio. There he is. He's back. Oh, sorry, He's back. Man, my, my internet just cut out for a split second. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember where we, we were right at the beginning of your response? So go. Yeah, yeah, it. 100%, 100%. So uh, that we are not living in, a, uh, in, in the physical as we define it. And apparently there's been, I mean, uh, a, a very deliberate attempt from the latin days to associate certain esoteric meanings with words because of intent which has bioresonant uh yes 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 right Sci- yes yes exactly loving um, it loving but, it <laughs> right. we are living in 40 to uh, anywhere from 30 to 50 percent of real if you will and the remainder is an extremely astrally dense vibratory state yes um that has like been that. placed over top of us now i am I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think that I would ever subscribe to what David Icke is saying, but my research leads me back to, uh, again, not exact. Well, honestly, the Saturn moon matrix thing without even realizing it, truth be told, that's where my research has led. I could be incorrect, you know, as, um, as the dual slit experiment in quantum physics states, it's possible that you experience a reality that is different than mine. So who am I to say, right? But yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I've been gathering so far. I've been exploring a lot of different things with respects to the, the, the esoteric, especially on my, like my Patreon where, man, just, you know, um, you drop so much on your Patreon. Man. Oh, I, thanks. I, I appreciate it. So many uh, uh, grids I, uh, of things I'm trying to understand of like, for example, um, Time, space, time, there are layers of it. And that speaks to the micro and macro aspect of things. 
Hell right. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, what you understood months ago, my, I'm now just realizing, but hey, well, so here's yes. the thing. It's, it's, it's friends like you who word things in a certain way. And that's why I'm so open to everyone's ideas because everyone's right. They're just like, I'm not saying everyone's right. Like right, right. everyone that thinks they've seen through it, they totally have. And when you come back from it, when you feel it, when you're bringing this info back, you're using that egoic side of yourself, that that denser, more earthbound voice in your, you know, the 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 left brain. You're using that to explain your experience or your your take on this phenomenon that you can't deny seeing or understanding. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a balance where I where it goes, you know. Let me right. Okay, so let me um. This is I found the one of the things I wanted to show you here. Let me share my screen again from yes. that astral traveler here. Um, sorry so the to the listeners, but please go to go to. YouTube. Oh, yeah. Sorry to the listeners. Um, and I'll never be uh, I'll never be taken down or anything. Just just follow me on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be putting um, stuff up on Rockfin. I'm on I'm on Odyssey. But seriously, like, I mean, I'm yeah, not, no, I'm not the, getting taken down talking about aliens and, and shit. So I'm, no, I'm cool. No. Exactly. Um, but the, <laughs> we see here the real problem. Uh, okay. Small groups of people can get rid of the grid and the negative energy fields in the atmosphere in small areas. Like I said, when he astral projects or she, not sure, uh, they claim to see uh, multiple grids, fake ones, like artificial ones, non-natural to the planet. It's way too much energy for one person to get rid of. The grid and the negative energy fields are a problem, but the real problem is the subconscious hive mind. The minds of the population are propping up the matrix. Now, let's see here. Uh, Spot on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sounds creepy, but it's just, it's literally what, what has happened. Right, right. Uh, okay, so hold on. So something must be done about this in small areas at first, but eventually once people see that we have created regions that are paradise on earth, their own self-interest will motivate them to do the thing, uh, to do the same thing. Uh, so the matrix is a is a complex energy harvesting system, but we can and should dismantle it. Um, let me see here. He proposes from what he's seen in his travels that they program this our subconscious minds to send us to a soul farm where we are tricked into reincarnating. And that is why people almost every uh, near every near death experience I've heard of were being tricked. Their subconscious mind sent them to a soul farm. Those that didn't go to soul farms were most likely tricked by the white light. And again, once you know what it is, avoiding it is easy. You can override this program and go somewhere else. Now take a look at this. I've been experimenting with manipulating the grid. If you don't know what it is, there's an energy grid that runs through the planet. It conducts a lot of energy. It, what, it's, it is what projects the physical world. The physical world is really like a hollow deck from Star Trek. Seemingly physical objects are really just light shaped by force fields. And at, lower, at low power levels, the grid tries to maintain the matrix and tries to prevent anyone from changing it. At high power levels, I speculate it can manifest seemingly physical objects, but it doesn't usually do that when people are looking. The grid <laughs> is programmed by intention, so we can reprogram the grid to change reality, but this is not what, again, it's one thing to realize it, it's another thing to come together and have enough of us change it. What's the number? 3% of any given population within a vicinity? Yes, and I think with the, these kind of topics, it may have to be a lot more than that. You know what I mean? It right, may literally yeah, be yeah. A, but I, a lot of what's being said here is, again, it's you've got to throw out good guys and bad guys because right. the 
I something about Revelation of Method is uh, is there's something about it that's that's true. You know what I mean? Where the, right. the truth has to come out. But I, I don't know. I'm trying to see it beyond this. Um, the the negative thing, though. You know, I feel like. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I was tricked too, right? Maybe we were all tricked. I don't know. I because I have had people on too that specify and and focus on that concept, even without the the Saturn Moon Matrix. Um, Wayne Bush is a great person to look into. Uh, he's he would be a great guest on your show. He's awesome. He talks all about that, that stuff. He's uh, I would I can um I can definitely connect you to uh. Cause he's I, a really nice guy. Great guest. He has a website called trickbythelight.com and he's run it since the nineties, I believe. So, or early two thousands, something like that. But yeah, he's talks oh, a lot about it. And I think on one level it's happening. Yeah. I'm very, I don't know. I, go on please. Cause this, oh, dude, this, this is, is just a, more and more confirmation. And yeah. Did you say he runs a website trickbythelight.com? Yeah. Are we on that right now? This is him. Yeah. <laughs> We're on trick this is him. Fucking light. Okay. So that's perfect. <laughs> This is dude. This what a is weird a, synchronicity! I swear to God, I didn't know we were there. But you know I what, brother? I know, yeah. But you know, the thing is, is that it seems to align with what, and I say this carefully because I don't want to just fall into any. It seems to align with what a lot of the seemingly good faith individuals in the UFO community are trying to do, or which is that some of them has have said, if you want to f- understand more about the phenomenon in general across the board look within yourself under look how you can improve yourself spend more time with your kids spend more time with your wife and and you will find that actually you come back more intelligent and i've personally found again that this is this whole actually i'm getting goosebumps saying it i've done a lot of psychoanalysis of myself why am i i'm way too emotional in this instance and yada yada you know and i found the more i improve myself the more i fucking realize that I, the more I somehow in my work, I get excited. Pardon me. Things start to add up more. Now, maybe I'm just going nuts, but this is what <laughs> seems to be <laughs> right. This is what seems to be the, I got to be honest, brother, again, my, my low, low mid-level contacts in the government uh, have that I've graciously made friends with in some cases or connections with rather um, they seem to be implying this, that they're, they're by definition. And let me say for your audience too, to not fear monger. If we're talking about the traps and all these things, but by definition, if there is negative, there has to be good, you know, as oh, above. Always. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, I, this is why I have um, when people say, oh, what can we do if we're in a cage of sorts? I think the first thing is realize it because for a kinetic warfare to occur where, you know, they come invade the planet, the whole thing. It. I hate to say it, but if I was a son of a bitch that was far more advanced and I approached a planet, a species that was way more inferior to me. I wouldn't do that. There were so many more deviant, smarter ways you can do it, if, especially if you had the alleged technology that these beings do, whether in the physical or not. And one thing I'd like to wrap up with, uh, sorry, like finish my tangent with is um, D- uh, Don Phillips, former uh, CIA uh, Air Force Lockheed Martin Skunk Works Division private contractor. He's on video testimony, essentially saying these are nuts and bolts guys. I'm just using yeah. him as one example. There's hundreds that say we never believed in spirituality until we met these little, you know, three foot beings and whatever. And we understood that again, not saying these beings are good nor bad, but mm. relative to the intent of our species, because I'm sure there's all kinds, but they all said it, everything starts with an idea. It comes from a higher dimension or whatever. And as you work towards it, 
in, in when you, you wake up in the morning and say, I want to you know, start a podcast, as you make it reality, it then comes into the physical. Now, it's been said that if we, again, I say this carefully, I don't like to use the word too often, but ascend enough or look within ourselves enough and get to this alleged fifth density, that whole concept of making physical objects or things come to fruition can happen like this. Now, right. the, this, this is the, the, the concept and the, the, the path that I've been exploring lately, but I also think this speaks to the micro and macro angle of things too. Right. The uh, I recently interviewed a very nice woman who's been doing work on water, believe it or not. I want to connect you with her water consciousness, water memory, speaking back, uh, storing oh, cool. information, all of this. And right. And she said she had an experience where uh, the episode will go public soon, but she could almost like zoom in to things and then zoom out when she was in a particular lucid state dude and, that's psychedelic that yeah i had i've had right. that experience man yeah. zoom in zoom out that speaks to the the concentric circles the concept of fractality a yes, fractal dude. universe right so well that's where that, yeah that's where my craziness came from for sure yeah i that's couldn't, I couldn't the unsee path. the russian doll right i <laughs> there you go that that's that's the path that i'm currently on now to that's say cool, that there man. is Right, that there's one path in a, in a scientific perspective or even a, philosoph a philosophical perspective over another. I think there's multiple slices to the pizza. That yeah, I honestly, yeah. and I'm not saying that as a cop out. I'm, I'm sure there are some people that are blatantly wrong and some that are kind of there, but something's off. And who am I to say? But right, like I yeah. said, we're all coming back to it. And the, the, so here's the thing when you come back from that ecstatic state, the weird experience, anything that's perturbing your consciousness enough to kind of shake you awake. When you come back from that, like I said, the only point of view that you're able to use to analyze and express it and reflect on it right. is this, the, the lower side, I guess that's not the, I'm missing the no, line, right but you understand that not yeah. the higher self, not that, one that has let go of the thinking it's the the one that's analyzing and reflecting is the i think therefore i am instead of Looking i am the therefore thing. i think you right. know what i mean and you said something great you connected it so well and it's fractal again because early you said about the research around uh the physical world itself is just light being what would you say it was Extremely it was like bent. astral astrally dense um, energy fields so like right. when apparently atoms Fields, don't actually, yes. atoms don't exist. That is what right. our eyes perceive to be within the current information structure we live in. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. can use that example on every level, you know, it, it just, right. gets, but yeah, right. the, the zooming in shit was really an intense experience for sure. It, it can I ask what of, that was like? I've never had that. I, to be fair though, I've only done shrooms. I've never done DMT, psilocybin. Um, well, I'll tell you this, it happened on shrooms, but oh, I took wow. a lot. There was my, my heroic quote unquote dose was eight grams of dried mushrooms. And it, yeah, it was very, the, well, that one experience specifically, the the zooming in and out was that, oh man, so many things like were so easy to understand at that point because it was like everything was everything. And Got you. No, I, I can. It was fractal. It was, I, I hate to say, I say it constantly. It's going to turn into a drinking game eventually, if, you know, can I, can hopefully I people it? will be drinking water and being healthy <laughs> and kombucha. No, I'm just kidding. Fucking chug, chug, can chug. I, <laughs> I want to bring this up if it's all right before I lose the train. Whatever, um, go for it. Apparently the, the, 
what a lot of these military vets have been saying, whether it's the sort of old guard or even to be fair, from what I understand, the Chris Mellons, the Lou Elizondos of the world is that there seems to be an implication that Again, I don't want to use this word so I don't want to throw it around so much because ascend seems to imply an outward uh, focus, but rather mm-hmm. I want to talk about focusing inward. The It seems as though whether there are non-human entities, whether in the etheric or in what we know the physical or not, it seems like even the ones that don't like us, apparently the ones that really hate us, that are the ones keeping us down allegedly, but we'll put that to the side for a second. The ones that have no interest in earth, but don't like humans overall still need us to ascend with them because of the fact that we are one with the universe. And apparently, you know, it's the age of Aquarius. If you follow that angle of things, numerology, astrology, frequencies, and you know, the, um, the planet allegedly resets once it goes through the 12 signs of the Zodiac, right. um, the procession all, of the equinox, all, all of this. And so this would explain why, um, I again, I was told off the record, Dave, as I understand it, we got to grow up with the planet or we got to go. And I was also told best worst case scenario, we have a fractured planet, fractured population as it pertains to people not understanding this when they need to. And then we have in best case, we have enough people going like waking up in the sense of, to be honest with you. I would dare to say that what we're seeing with things like the trucker protest in Canada, with things like, you know, all those things, um, I I would hope that that is a sign of that. But I'm vigilant of saying that so, you know, so conclusively because of the tech in which our human leaders have that we know for a fact can fuck with our emotions. So... This is the thing. This is the thing I toy with. Tough. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's, yeah, let's, let's stay on our leaders for a second. First of all, when you, when you froze up, I just kept recording and started just talking. And I mentioned how I wish I could come see you. I wish you could come see me. Oh, thanks, man. Alas, that will have to wait until some other time because of what's mostly going on up there. I'm not sure how strict it's be. It still is, but I, I, I don't want to get too off topic. I feel like it's sure, different entire, no. but I did want to ask you how you're doing up there and how your neighbors are doing and how people are feeling in your life uh, with what Americans are being shown, especially truthers and conspiracy theorists with the, the things that are uh, rolling through our algorithms. You know, I wanted to see what your perspective was being closer to the home. To I, I appreciate that so much. Let me tell you. So I was um, again, uh, raised in Toronto, Canada, but right now, currently I'm in the province of Manitoba. I couldn't be happier that I am in the middle of part of my English, but fuck nowhere. No, very little <laughs> frequency interference. I'm, I'm the closest town to me is maybe 45 minutes, an hour away. So that's awesome. Right. I do want to say that I love it. I, I have a, um, I'm doing great personally as a, mm-hmm. you know, I have a very strict routine. I can focus on the show out here. It's been fantastic. But as it pertains to the Canadians as a whole, I've had friends, I've had family where the bank accounts are, are, are frozen for a $30 donation to the truckers. I'm, I'm not trying to be, I'm really trying to weigh both sides here, but I don't, 
but hey, those are your friends. That's real shit. Like that's not some psyop. That's a, that this is not some. Spe- no, it no, have I, to be for the plan to be working. You know what I mean? Right, right. And this is the thing. I read a you know a story of a young a young old lady just trying to go shopping, couldn't even spend a hundred bucks to get a loaf of bread and some food for the week because her nephew donated to the to the truckers at five ten dollars something like this. So it, it let me tell you, brother. I, wow. It. I am not happy with where this government is going. If I had the ability financially and without needing to get the jab, I would fly there right now, not only because of what Trudeau is doing, but because of the um, the the laws and in, in internet censorship and things like this. I am really not trying to fear monger. If there is something good I can find about what's currently happening, I would love to tell your audience, but I can't. No, and that's that's completely fair. And and I think when we saw the Canadian truckers and all that and Americans, too, there's plenty of that. My wife mentioned it just the other day. Like, there's more trucker shit. I'm like, really? Oh, so can I tell you something? Canadian trucker thing. One thing that did not fit their um, their narrative is that just over 60 percent of Canadian truckers that are unionized are Punjabi. Great people hardworking people. These are fathers. These are, you know, mother, these are people that were standing at the parliament of Ottawa saying, I'm not a terrorist. I'm a hardworking legal immigrant, you know, that is just trying to do my job. I'm not a terrorist. Trudeau would not even sit down with the ones that wanted to speak. And it just goes to show how much, in my humble opinion, the propaganda, I mean, you're going to have violence and extremism everywhere, but man, they tried to make shit up big time with that stuff. I spoke to try. I, I mean, I was not there. I was trying to get a flight there right when I was trying to get a flight there. They put, you can't even fly domestically in the country without being fully jabbed. Wow. I used to be able up until two or three months ago to be able to fly all across Canada, no jab, just with, with the mask. And, uh, and that's it now jab fully vaxxed negative test the it's so this is i hate to say it but it's you know what you're seeing in your home is a very good uh presentation powerpoint of how this whole process was supposed to go because covid is it's just whatever and most people are accepting that angle of it now people that i love and care about that never Never were, were buying what I was selling, but the, mm. you know, ate what you know ate it all up. Even they are like, oh god, I'm not following any of those. That's just ridiculous. Now now no. they're just being too. Re- That's what's happening in the culture now, on purpose because we're on to Ukraine and other things. Meanwhile, you look at Canada, and it it worked because now all these laws are in place. Even though the fucking rest of the it's it's not a big deal. Like all these things well, are unbelievable, yeah. man. It oh, worked. One- 100 and it did work and what is trudeau is he is he a straw man because i th- oh i, I see. look at I, him getting shit on like crazy by all i that take i take fiery emotion. awesome woman i don't know oh <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm german take, lady <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to take a moat from the european parliament yeah yes yeah, she's awesome I, I, yeah. i'm trying but, to take emotion out of it yeah i know I, just, I do yeah. see a straw man still without emotion i see a straw man right um, i mean so I that's the thing to- the culture is fighting back against him everybody's yelling it all like the news i don't know i don't watch the mainstream legacy news so i don't know what they're saying about him but like right. reliable news sources outside of that clan are reporting and showing information about how trudeau's getting just slammed and everything yeah, oh yeah I, he's I have being a lit on fire 
I have, I mean, I have a family friend and I want to be fair to your audience. One can always argue this is anecdotal, but uh, I have a family friend that former KGB agent brother and um, from the Soviet Union, former KGB got the, 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 the uniform that, you know, in a way proud of it at the time, you know, that kind of proud, yeah. but hates it, but yeah. Um, it but still it was his life. Know, right. was his life. That was his thing. And I called him and I said, what do you think of what's happening? He goes, this is about a month and a half ago. He goes, I'm not trying to scare you, but he goes, this was, sorry, this was a guy, by the way, when one time uh, his daughter was um, physically abused uh, by a, a guy that took him, took her out. This was a guy that came and his arm right through the car door with the windows, and grabbed the guy and pulled him. This guy was a no bullshit guy. He said to me, he goes, Dave, this is how it started in the Soviet Union with communism. He goes, and this, when he said that to me, I said, are you sure? He goes, you watch. And then I thought about what Jordan Peterson said on Joe Rogan a couple of years ago, as it pertains to the, the way that the government world governments take power from people. I'm going to encroach a little bit and then I'm going to pull back. And right. then I'm going to encroach a little more, pull back again. Next thing you know, you're 10 miles back from where you fucking started and you're too tired to fight because you just got home from a, from getting up at 5 a.m. working hard and you go, you want to have a nice dinner and you and your wife go, honey, well, it could be worse. Of that's, course. Yes. That's the, that's the American dream. It could be worse. Well, well, <laughs> this is the thing. This is what they hope on, right? This, I think right. this is what they prey on. And when I say they, I'm speaking of the transnational elite of the world, the military industrial complex. I think they, they prey on this because, or they, they, they leverage this because the goal is, and even in a physical sense, if you have protesters outside of a government building, like with Trudeau and the truckers, the hope is that the politicians can outlast the workers because they got to go back to work. But it turns out the truckers said, no, 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 we're staying here. And what did they have to do? They had to bring out their people and then they had to uh, their officers or whatever. And then they had to, in my opinion, flip it. You had a very nice a native lady that was trampled and yeah. in. And she, she, um, I mean, to be fair, this is to be consistent. This is what I mean when I say, um, uh, propaganda as well. There was a lot of speculation. She had died. She, she did not, from my understanding, okay. however, she was trampled and not even a single, I am, this is when I get emotional. Trudeau doesn't even have the balls to go and show this lady respect and say, I apologize. That is, yeah, it's there, that's the 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 interesting part about the straw men now is yeah. that there really is no pandering anymore. The right. Pandering is uh, a shitty parent to a little toddler. Like, right? Eh, he's not going to remember this anyway. Uh, move on. You know what I mean? Like that yes. shitty behavior is what they're and that's what we're talking about. They they they're not our parents, right? But in the fractal frame of things, they are that knowing bunch yes. over the, you know what I mean? And not that we're unknowing, dare I say that, not at all. But again, we have this group of humans, mind you. Can I be honest? That definitely know something from the beginning. And that's what I'm finding through my research on our very human history that's been left out without even touching my UFO uh, love and all that kind of stuff. It. Uh, I'm finding that these secrets were known and, you know, not necessarily given to us by someone else, but that hidden, hidden, hidden by the nature of reality. And I think, right, like on an individual level, what are we supposed to do to find that hidden realm? Well, this we go brother, through this trauma. Right. I'm so on I'm, a collective level, man. 
dude, I'm beyond baffled. And I was saying this to some other people the other night, and I know it's, it's, everyone knows this already, but I, I would really like people to think deeply about this. I'm beyond baffled that knowledge. It's one thing, say, to hide the truth about a physical object or something, right. lock it away. But that knowledge could be locked away and held over others. The fact that, in my opinion, I almost have to, fuck, it's so bad, I almost have to applaud them because they, have, they do a great job of putting these occultist, occult-like symbols, which I think, again, going back to the concept of neutrality and duality, I think it could be used for good. It's just they choose to use it for bad. Yeah. Um, or for, for yes, for force, exactly. Well, they it's, do, no, it's the force, like Star oh, Wars. It's the you know? force. It's, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Right, right. They do a great job of putting all these things right in our faces, whether it's hand signs, designs, and entertainment, while making us think it's nonsense. I got to, you know what? I got to applaud or them evil. It's or evil. See, that's, I love, that's, I put up some tweet the other day, like, what is being awake? Mm. Is it realizing yeah. that, you know, I saw that Biden I like that. and his clan are all evil and, oh, I should go vote for Trump or the Republicans or is being awake, realizing that the two party system is just a Hegelian you know, dialectic or is yep. it even worse than that? Is it, oh, the constitution? Oh, no wait Is it to realize that the constitution really only applied to the dudes in that room? Like how, where is it? It's all, it's a spectrum, right? It's just a right. spectrum. And you know, evil, uh, the occult is evil. That is one level of it. That is real because right. hiding things on purpose is evil. And then there's this other weird side to it. By definition, it goes against the nature of fractality, in my opinion. Interesting. I haven't because, even thought of. I feel like nothing goes against the idea of fractality. No, no. I think I, and this this is where I think the the ones running. If there is a um, a, a trap encaged over us or a fishbowl mm. over top us, this oh, is why. Yes. They, they, okay, need the, they need the neutrality angle of it because they understand that if we're all fractals of the source, they can't break the source, but they can bend the way in which one gets there or slow it down. Bends that's the light. Opinion. Bends the light. You know, you, oh, man, that's awesome, dude. That that fits so well. Oh, by the way, this is out of left field, but it just came to me and I sure. will forget. My wife wanted me to thank you for ruining Cryon for her last year, I think. And remember, I, that was that one episode you were talking about Cryon energy or something like that. And we were getting to this being called Cryon. Right. Like. Yes, yes, yes. And I st we started linking up with this channeler that calls himself Cryon. And right. it was the same fucking symbolism it was everything he's talking about this coming thing so it was the same thing and ever since then she started noticing she she said cryon saying different things now and i'm like is he or are you seeing it a little different and now mm. and suddenly she she just doesn't she did not watch him from that point on <laughs> so well, she well, wanted I to thank you for you showed it to you put that episode out i was like Ooh, Dave, does this have anything to do with that channel? And you're like, who? <laughs> that well, was see, awesome. That, that's my, I, well, first off, that was I, such a I great connection that probably me, wasn't supposed about, to be made. Right, right. For me, this is the thing. For me, it's not about um, whether uh, trying to get people to uh, leave a certain group or not, but rather 
if I could help your help her think a little more openly, that yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Seeing it from a different angle always is the key. I mean, that's literally perturbation. Very, that's perturbing your consciousness. Right. I'm I'm very humbled, man. I, I think wow, you guys remember. I can't thank you enough. Um, <laughs> I loved of, that. I thought that was a great synchronicity we had. To, but yeah, I ahead. agree. That speaks to the duopoly of like you. This was one side of it. This was the other side. But yeah, I just wanted to say before I lose this train of thought with respect yes. to fractality and all of that. If there was a, again, according to micro, macro, you know, all of that concept, say, for example, I had a, a, a crystal ball right here, and then that turned into the earth and I was a giant and I was wherever I tapped on the earth, a problem started. If I was someone tapping that ball, think about it from, you know, a big picture, bird's eye view of the planet. This is how I would do it right now as we speak. COVID, okay, boop, Ukraine. Okay, boop this. Okay, that, 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 you see what I'm saying? Right, That's right. exactly how I would do it. That's just my thought on it. Dude, I so. love that. It connected me to a weird thought. Remember the end of Men in Black where the yeah. zooms all the way out? I mean, they're showing you fractals right there. And eventually, the like, I guess the fractal stops because it's just like these aliens playing with like a different colored balls and it's like they're marbles and everything was inside of that. Right. But right. there's a, that not only is showing us cool fractal imagery and everything, but it also alludes to an ancient philosophy from the East. I would be wrong if I tried to guess at which one, something I read a long time ago about this ancient philosopher who thought that all of reality was just simply a child playing with different colored balls because mm. and and that blew my mind i read it right after taking like one of my first deep psychedelic trips and because i ended up in the bookstore forever after that because none of my friends had that that touch of it you know and uh holy shit man that that idea blew my mind because of the fractal russian doll thing but also because of intention building everything i mean what do colors color tuning what do colors do to a child uh, that innocent childlike wonder right. oh i don't know <laughs> dude, so awesome. i dude i'm just making some notes right now as we speak because cool. i don't want my, my train of thought but i can't help but think this keeps going back again to the intent of neutrality from a perspective of again fractals but it's almost like they're sort of like a bricklayer you're trying to put a you know you got to put the, the bricklayer a good one knows you got to put symmetrically perfect one brick over the other but then imagine right before you put the brick on there's some force sort of like when you take two positive or negative charges of a magnet and it just doesn't go there's something that's stopping the brick from settling in a good way yeah and yeah that's what i think is what goes against fractality i think that's that veil maybe that um tr the very in, in my opinion intelligent gentleman tricked by the light uh is speaking yes. on yeah, man, I th I think so too, and I and again, uh, it it exists on all levels because again, th there's that veil in you for yourself to discover. There's that veil in the family sometimes that where you have to come out of your family's expectations or your or your the the person you've become because of their opinions or whatever. There's different levels across the board on on how we deal with this firmament, right? This trap right. that we're in. It's unbelievable. And I, th I think that yeah. maybe looking at it this way will help us solve our, our problems because we can look at the, uh, use Russian doll as the example. Uh, we can look at one part of the Russian doll that's 
we can see how the outcome goes and then we can relate it to another part of our lives and go, Oh, okay. So how do I compare those two as metaphor and find my fucking solution to this problem in my life? If over here, like, you know, you can look at anything. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's changed my perspective forever and for the better. I hope I, I agree. Um, what man again like graham hancock says and you know i feel like we're a species that's been hit on the head with amnesia yeah um, i do think that certain species um certain fragments or factions of human humans over the years as long as we have been either in this trap or maybe trapped ourselves due to this amnesia one of the two or maybe others too that there have been some that i would dare to to postulate have quote unquote, moved on in a good way. Now, to mm. here's the thing. It gets tough because it for, does. yeah, l- let me give you an example. When, when Putin had to step down as president to be prime minister before he amended the Russian constitution to make him president forever, he had to do eight years, step down, then he could do another eight. Um, right. President Medvedev took place, but, you know, arguably Putin's puppet. I'm not trying to get into that right now, but Point being was that President Medvedev, was, when he was given his first uh, briefing with the press, he, was, uh, he had Russian and American press there. And uh, he was uh, told, in, he said in Russian, sorry, he told the press that when you become president of the Russian Federation, you are given a briefing document, top secret, on all of the nuclear facilities that the Russian, on our, in our territory, in our nation, in addition to all of the known extraterrestrial underground bases and he said for um if you would like to know more please uh take a look at the documentary not the movie the documentary men in black bloomberg uh, no bloomberg or reuters i think it was reuters reuters they perverted and obfuscated it to the West and to the rest of Europe as he was joking and he was referring to the men in black movie and so it's it's been in our faces the whole time. But again, Ukraine, you know, oh, my COVID. God, dude. Yes, I totally saw that. I know what you're talking about now, because I at one point totally took it the same way. I was right. like, OK, OK, so I get it. He's calling Men in Black a documentary. Yeah, he's just I, telling I, us what's in the movie is true. But are you saying that he's actually talking about there's an actual documentary called Men in Black? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. That. Yes. And also, in addition to that, there's um former ambassador. I bring I've brought him up a lot lately, but I've I've eased off because I think I've exhausted everything he <laughs> sort of put out there. But um, uh, e- hold on, Eva, Leon, Leonid Ivashov. He's a uh, former Russian four-star general, uh, scientist, doctor, ambassador, the whole thing. Like literally, like one of those guys, and um, he wrote a book that would no non-speaking Russian publication would even think to consider printing a copy because he said the ETs are real; they're here. From our understanding, they're some are good, some are bad, but the bad ones have not kinetically or physically attacked us so far. Um, what did he say too, as well? He said in his book there, NASA spent $10 million on finding something that was um, we would consider even like beyond Disney movie magical. He also said that the uh, 
the Middle East wars were actually, again, to look for uh, mystical Stargate technology. I know that's been speculated by others, too. Um, in addition to making, you know, the ones at the top profit, because why the hell not for them as they as they see it. Right. But dude, I can I can agree and I can I'll come at it from a different angle. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. So there's um, there's that. And then, oh, darn it. I, I lost my ah, train of... I fucked you up, man. I'm no, sorry. no, it's all no, 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 no. It's, it's all you didn't know. It's all good. But anyways, yeah, he was saying that. And um, the what was it? There's there's rush. Yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll catch it in a second. There's so much. But I mean, so, yeah, that that would um, essentially there's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of ah, here it was. Sorry. Yeah. The uh, what's what was his name? Gorbachev. Oh, back in yeah, his back in the the eighties. Um, when he went to the White House to visit Reagan back in the day, Gorbachev uh, was asked by CNN. It was aired once. I have the clip on my other computer, um, but it, he was asked once, one time, "Do you think that the Soviet Union should give up their nuclear weapons?" Before Gorbachev could even answer, his wife stepped in and said on CNN, it was aired only one time. No, we should not give up our nukes because the aliens are here and Holy we don't know shit. what they can, and we don't know what they can do. It was aired once, never again. So make, I'm not, I'm not wow. saying, I'm not saying I'm right. Everyone else is wrong. What I'm saying to your audience, brother is please, please. I say this in a good faith way, make of it as you will. I, I really I, appreciate that. And I appreciate yeah, it, you always yeah. have that perspective, man. I, I, I can't stand when I see people like, why are you, why are you uh, share this, this crap or whatever? Well, like when you share like an honest, neutral UFO video, because dude, uh, dude, the I, most realistic ones that the government is slinging are just as flimsy as any other ones. So fuck off with your negativity, <laughs> especially considering that again, whatever's happening is happening it doesn't right. matter what it turns out to be right there's happening. a there there there's a right exactly <laughs> there's a there there yeah exactly <laughs> a few a few months ago three or four months ago on my crack and on my news segments during the week i made a um a huge conflation big mistake i can mm-hmm. I, I confused um czechoslovakia with the with the czech republic oh okay and, yeah it was and then immediately the next day i apologized because if i don't apologize the way i see it is how the fuck would I be any better than CNN? Right, you know, right, yeah. if I, if I either doubled down or pretended to ignore it, what the hell that, that, that makes it's good that you better. caught it, you know? <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't. Someone in the comments did. And oh, I'm like, okay, thank okay. you. Yeah. Good friend. Yeah. There's so many good friends out there in the list. Right. Man, right. this community is a beautiful thing. I've gotten so many of my, my newer ideas from like, you know, I'm building off my older material and, way before I had a podcast, this shit was floating around in my head for so long, man, this community, all the people that have reached out to me have helped me along figuring out more of it. It's, I always say that we're all puzzle pieces, man. I agree. And I think most of us don't realize that and don't think that that's the case, but Mm. every one of us doesn't matter what language we're using. We're all saying what's going on. We just, I think that's why it takes all of us because the more of us that are talking about it, the more perspectives are covered. Well, and that's, that's fractality. But I also think too of like, for example, um, uh, like on a phone, for example, you may have your Instagram app on the home screen. I may have it in a folder on the second page of my phone. We're still getting to the same app. It's just different ways, but we're still getting there. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. That's how I generally view it. That's the same thing. Like, you know, I, I love talking to Michael from, uh, 
beyond top secret Texan shout out to him. I, you know, he's got a lot of crazy stuff to present that if you're going to be skeptical, then you're going to throw half of it out. And what's the point of doing that when you can see that everything that he's saying is clearly some, there's substance to it. It doesn't matter whether he knows the ultimate truth behind the door. Nobody does. Well, it's kind of, the I, and I, and to add to that, yeah, he, to, when I speak with, uh, with, uh, Michael beyond top secret Texan, nothing but very fantastic conversations with him, nothing but respect and all that stuff. And I have to say when I, um, so it's interesting because he's been saying things for quite some time now that I haven't, you know, really comprehended and absorbed until recently. And you see, to add to what you said about the latter part with respects to when people say, and I, I don't mean to use him as an example, but just because you brought him up, when people say, well, where are his sources or anything like this? Now, he claims it's from his dreams and he's taught things in his dream. You know who also claimed too, to be fair, that they were taught things in their dream? I say this in a good way. Many other people around the world that allegedly knew about Atlantis, things like this. And to be fair as well, Hitler's mentor who brought him into the Thule Society, I forgot his name off the top of my head, claimed to have dreams of Atlantis from another life and wrote them down and had equations that led to anti you know, all these things. So when someone says, show me proof or evidence of your claims, what a peer review, I mean, and again, I have respect for the peer review process, but right. when I was listening to, and I say this in a good way, to Kirchai Mungle's theory of everything uh, with, you know, physicists debating, I, on my morning walks, I usually listen to his show. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, these are some of the top, at least on the surface, as we know it, academics in the world. And Kurt's done a great job of bringing them together. But holy shit, I've learned a lot. But you know what I've also learned? That we have no, I, no idea where the fuck we are. So when people, <laughs> you know what I mean? When we try to understand what, what makes up life. So when people yeah. say, where are, your, um, where are your sources or something like this? I am truthfully considering very strongly, in my personal opinion, adding this came to me in a dream. This came to me in a uh, from a hypnotic state of regression. And that doesn't mean, by the way, that I'm going to just blatantly believe them. But I want to treat this as if it, I was looking at a document. Because looking at a document doesn't mean that it's true as well. Right. It just shows something is there. So when I say, you know, when people say, oh, um, for example, these uh, former secret space program soldiers, how do they know this? Well, again, can can you prove how they not know it like the thing is i was an atheist before i came before i went to psychedelics and then i came Mm. back having to face some weird shit in my head well but and the, the thing is too to add to one more thing if we go on the micro scale ask a and this is not to take a jab at at academia but ask um Although it's been suggested string theory was deliberately put out there to stagnate the field. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, ask, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah uh, fuck. Ask um, ask any physicist what you know uh, an atom is or a subatomic thing is. And once you get to a certain point, they're just gonna go, fuck. I don't know. Like it's just it's just the way it's just what it is. So yeah, dark matter, dark energy. Dark, dark, well, there you go. But again, replace the word dark with exotic, and you see that all of a sudden how your mind views it differently now, but that's not what I think those are the top anyways, but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Point, point being though, is like when you look at it, we have no idea where we are, what we are, uh, you know, all of this. And I'm not trying to simply just throw away all of the, 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 
the midnight oil these scientists burn. I'm really not, but man, it's like, it gets to a point where it's almost like certain, I just, fuck, you know what I'm blown away with, man? How closed-minded some of these physicists are, truth be told. Reductionists. Yeah, I swear to God, like they, they say, you know, um, they use words and I brought this up on my show quite, uh, quite often recently. They use words like physical realism or <laughs> stuff like this to explain actions in which occur and can be um, observed and proven scientifically. Uh, no, no, can be observed scientifically, but not proved. Mm-hmm. And physical realism, in my opinion, is just something that these scientists that are very limited in their beliefs use to sleep better at night so they don't have to use the word magic. Oh, that's absolutely. My, yeah. That, that's just my take. I could be wrong, but well, so I think it's falls again. It's that balance. It's that neutrality you talk about. Cause it falls somewhere in the middle, doesn't it? Because once the secrets are revealed, once the magic trick is shown, it's not mm. magic, it's sleight of hand. And it's just that reality. Wow. Again, it's that diamond in the rough where reality has that sleight of hand built into it. You ever see the movie dogma? I've brought yeah. it up before. I don't know if I brought it up to you, but I love at the end where uh, Bethany or whatever the main character goes up to God, Alanis Morissette, and asks her, you know, Alanis Morissette uh, goes up to her and asks her, why are we here? Mm. And what does she do? She just bops her on the nose and goes and winks and walks away because nope, not telling. There's something weird, playful, childish, innocent, but secretive about this whole fucking experience. It's amazing. Right. And you know, it makes me think too, that for example, when they say, um, uh, Kurt Jaimungle, I forgot that I think it was a computer scientist that he had on, uh, in the last month or two. And he had a proposal or he postulated that there cannot be a theory of everything because by definition, when you explain, um, a new, uh, phenomenon or revelation, you then have unexplained phenomenons within that that cannot be explained. And it just keeps going and going and going. Now, this made me think, however, in from a philosophical perspective, is that not the point of life, the joys in the journey? Oh, I, absolutely. I that's that's the this, classic state. That's when you find all the truth is in the metaphors, we right. sayings this, that we grow up saying, you know? Right. And this is what makes me think of, again, there have been alleged interactions with um, non-human biological entities that have mm-hmm. said... Um, we don't know everything. We know way more than you guys, but we don't know everything. And that's what, um, that's what keeps us going. And for them, the value that they exchange allegedly with other uh, factions of, of, of ETs, it's not money, obviously it's information. Mm, It's, it's the real value of things. It's the real information. Well, look at the Intel community. It's in for, it's all about info. And then it's all about knowledge. And then after the money comes to, to solidify or secure that knowledge, but right. in, at, the, at the beginning, it's it's all Intel. Right. So, yeah, it really is, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude. <sighs> We've covered a lot of good stuff here already, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I don't mean to, to cut short, but I probably have to jet in the next little bit. If that's, that's cool. cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm on the East Coast, too. Are you still on the East Coast? Is I'm, I'm uh, actually I'm central. It's nine. Oh, you're central now. Right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. 
yeah i yeah i gotta get to bed soon too you know i gotta be in it's one <laughs> but this has been so awesome we can wrap up but um but yeah dude i really appreciate you and i i love I appreciate talks. you man clearly love- we haven't talked in a while because dude, this was an unloading and this is great i we we need to as as uh you know we talked on telegram and that group that we need to do something we have to even if it's twice a month something we got to do yeah, us, we us three where i Again, because there's there's something there that we need that I think a lot of people would really want to hear more of. You know, yeah, we have this. Uh, you, me, and Brandon have this jive with a. Uh, we can mm. just bounce around and it stays coherent and cohesive a lot of the time. I think you guys right. reel me in a lot, which is good. <laughs> when we reel each other in, you know, that's how it works. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you, but I guess it, I guess it slipped away. <laughs> but you know what? I'll think about it. And we'll we'll do it again, obviously. No problem at all, man. No problem. So, oh, that's what it was. I wanted to tell my audience for anyone that didn't know in the beginning or or early on when we when you and I used to talk, Dave um was one of the first podcasters that I ever reached out to before I had a show. And you were one of the guys that was just the warmest, sweetest people. Oh, thanks. Right off the bat, and wanted to include me and wanted to be interested in what I had to to say to you. And that's why I tried to bring that with me along the way, because people like you really made me think I should do this. I should be a part of this. This is, this is the right move. And you're very valuable. Brother, I want to, I want to thank you, man, because there's so many things that, holy crap, there was something that you, I, this is how I know I'm getting tired, but um, <laughs> there was something that you had said or did for me a hand a little while ago. I don't recall. It was last year, but I wanted to thank you for it. I literally had it in my head, but I, I said, I don't even remember. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did oh, something man. that made you happy. Oh, this one. When I, when I got banned by YouTube oh, uh, right, temporarily, right. you helped me, you helped gain some traction by saying, this is one of the nicest guys. I can't thank you enough. Because oh, that, dude, helped, yeah. that helped YouTube respond. I can't thank you enough. I'm glad it did, man. I'm glad it did. Thank That's you awesome. so much, man. Thank you. Thank I you. I really, really appreciate you, man. Please for anyone, you. you know, have, who has not been following generation Z needs to tell them all the all the links what they can do what they where they sure can thank you after you've uh you know checked out andy's stuff because i recommend his stuff uh in before mine because you know he's his stuff is the best um generation z z e d podcast uh apple podcasts podbean or spotify and youtube as well youtube i think i'm shadow banned depending on the day and the week so you just have to type it the full thing in unfortunately uh, generation space z e d um i'm also hit that on- subscribe button once you're there and then you'll start to see perfect Th- thank you um and then i'm also on uh, patreon on patreon.com/generationz it is the uh, at least on my end it is the backbone of the show um i can safely say now there's hundreds of hours of extra content on there whether at the basic level advanced level um we're just getting started we have people from all the way from uh, occultists to astrophysicists to i mean you name it uh, to deep deep dives into the intelligence world and we we have a lot of fun doing it so i can't thank you enough man and also please if you could send me the file, this file, I'd love to put it on my end. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I think yeah. we, I don't think we ever have not done that. And I think that's right. the way it <laughs> always should be with you and me, because like, I feel like our topics and, and what we go into, I think both 
both the audiences would uh, would appreciate it. So I couldn't agree more, man. But thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it tremendously. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Hey, again, actually, hold sir. on. Sorry, could could you please tell my audience since it's oh, going up? Oh yes, on sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at uh, the Deep Share on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, I'm on Facebook. Don't go there. I don't I don't do anything on there. But um, yeah, YouTube <laughs> and Rockfin and Odyssey. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much where you could find me. I am on Patreon, but I'm just getting started. I have a lot of big plans that are coming into to action right now. And uh, I'm going to be dumping a lot of stuff over the next week and, and so on. So yeah, it's been if, awesome if talking any, to you, dude. If there's anything I can do uh, with the, for as it pertains to assisting on the Patreon, please let me know, brother. Well, dude, I mean, shit, if you, me and Brandon start start throwing down together, you know, once a month, oh. something like that. I think that would benefit everybody because yes. we're all very weird when we get together and it's awesome. And I it's think, great. It's, it's just awesome. wonderful. It's awesome. Oh, but yeah. thank you so much, man. I, I got to unfortunately get going, but Me too, you know, man. thank you so much. And we'll catch you next time, man. Thank you. See you, everybody. Cheers. Man. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button, follow me on all the social places, and remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, pacifaria. Enough, I got the point. <laughs> you meddle with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will... What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>